This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Batum out of the corner. His three's an air ball. Holiday with the lead and the ball. And Kevin Durant leads the United States to their fourth straight gold medal. Doubted and dismissed. Team USA would not be denied. And Greg Popovich leads them to gold here in Tokyo. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Yeah, I know many of you stayed up late on Friday night to see that go down live. USA takes gold for the fourth consecutive time in men's basketball at the Summer Olympics. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio here on BetQL Daily weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network and the Odyssey app. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Let's bring in Ryan McDonough, Odyssey NBA insider into the show at McDNBA. Uh, Ryan, what were your big takeaways with what you saw with the USA taking gold? And does it do anything for the legacy of Pop? When the team was being questioned early on, he said, relax, relax. And he's right in the end. And then, of course, also uh, Kevin Durant, Ryan. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Always great to be on with you guys. Uh, for me, it solidifies Kevin Durant as the best men's USA basketball player of all time. And I, I don't say that lightly, but I, I think if you look at the previous format prior to the Dream Team in 1992, only college players were eligible for the Olympics or played in the Olympics. So that means uh, guys usually only played one time and then they, they cycled out or aged out, um, as it were. And, and now uh, with, with pros um, since 92 and being allowed to play that Kevin Durant has won three gold medals. Uh, he's young enough where uh, if he wants to play in Paris, keep in mind uh, the 2024 Olympics are only now three years away with the one-year delay in Tokyo. Uh, so he, he sur- surpassed Carmelo Anthony as the greatest scorer in the history of USA basketball. Guys, I was in Turkey in Istanbul in 2010 uh, when a young Kevin Durant led uh, the U.S. to the world championships. They beat Turkey in the finals in a very hostile environment. That was 11 years ago. He's still getting it down to over a decade later. Uh, He is the best men's basketball player I've ever seen wear a Team USA uniform. And, Ryan, it's not just that he's winning and he's part of great teams. He's leading them. That's what impresses me so much. 30, 30, and 29, I believe, are his totals in, in the three gold medal games. You mentioned he could do one more. Uh, How impressive is it to watch him this far into his career after a grueling season off all those injuries, still have something left in the tank to drop 30 points to win a gold? It was incredible. Coming off a a torn Achilles, you guys know the history of that injury and how difficult it is for players to recover from that. He he hasn't missed a beat. In fact, it looks like he may be better now. And then go back to Brooklyn. They they won a round in the playoffs. They beat Boston. They had a brutal second-round series in the Eastern Conference semifinals against Milwaukee. Um, James Harden and Kyrie Irving uh, went down in that series. Uh, Irving went out. Harden was very limited. And and Durant still almost single-handedly beat 
a Milwaukee Bucks team who went on to win the championship. If, in fact, if his toe wasn't on the line on that uh, last-second three-pointer at the end of regulation in Game 7, maybe we're talking about Brooklyn as the 2021 NBA champs. Uh, so that's how good he is. And what really stands out to me is on a team full of stars, all-stars and all-NBA players and alpha dogs, uh, the one guy who rises above the pack, when things get tough in particular and they need a bucket, we all know, everybody in the world knows who the ball's going to, and that is Kevin Durant and the other mm-hmm. teams and countries around the world haven't figured out a way to stop. With Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights these sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. So Saturday, uh, we see Woj and Ramona Shelburne uh, talking about possible tampering with the Bulls deal with Lonzo Ball. Same thing with the Heat and Kyle Lowry. Uh, and Ryan, I woke up uh, this morning, and the first email I see in the middle of the night, the Bulls send out the official official word that Lonzo Ball is officially a Bull. Can you uh, clear up what's going on here? Yeah, this is a very interesting one, guys. So I'll take you back to last offseason uh, when there was a reported sign-and-trade days before free agency started between the Milwaukee Bucks and Sacramento Kings involving Bogdan Bogdanovich, a guy we drafted in 2014 when I was GM of the Phoenix Suns. And uh, he was a restricted free agent, and, and the league said, wait a minute. And actually, I put something on Twitter uh, as soon as the, the deal was announced. I said, wait, how could a team um, you know, sign another player or execute a sign-and-trade with a free agent days before free agency? starts that that's what the league has said they're going to crack down on and um you know frankly guys i I think they went very light last year with only stripping milwaukee a second round pick as you guys know in the nba second round picks are uh, fungible assets in fact sometimes you can buy second round picks for cash depending on where the pick lands in the second so I thought the penalty was, frankly, too weak. I think to some extent it may encourage uh, the behavior. And, and here we go again. I, I was um, doing free agent shows live for NBA TV, and we were on air from 5 to 8 Eastern uh, Monday. We could go today when free agency started. And even before the gun was supposed to start at 6 Eastern, there were deals on Twitter already, including the Lonzo Ball deal, which is a sign and trade. So uh, I said, wait a minute, this, this involves multiple parties. It involves the player and his agent. Uh, sign and trade involves at least two teams. So how, how are these deals done at 559 or even at 601? That's what the league has said uh, shouldn't happen. So what it seems like is going to happen now is the league is going to investigate I wouldn't be surprised if you see penalties that are uh, financial or drastic related. Uh, although to me, it's pretty clear, as, as you mentioned, Joe, with, with the press release going out uh, late, late last night, that the, the league is not going to hold up the deal. The, the challenge, if you do that from an NBA's perspective, and, and maybe they should do that. I think that's there's room for debate there. But if you do that, now that free agency has moved, teams have spent a vast majority of all their salary cap space and their significant exceptions. So if you do that, uh, those players could really get left out in the cold and be in a tough spot financially. It, it looks like the league is not willing to go that far. So I think that's why they allowed the trade to go through last night. Uh, but that's why I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I would anticipate those teams potentially getting hit with fines and or a loss of draft picks. Ryan, is there anything the league could do or how far does the league have to go in terms of penalties to dissuade this from happening just from my perspective if i if i was a gm and i really wanted a player and thought that player really could change my franchise like whatever if if i if i break the rules i get the player and maybe i lose some money if my owner is on board with making sure we get this player is it really that much of a penalty now a draft pick potentially depending on what it is that could be significant but do you think there's like how far do they have to go to stop this from actually happening 
I, I think you're exactly right. I think the way a lot of people view it, a majority of teams and executives view it, is the risk outweighs the reward. And if the risk outweighs the reward and uh, there's a lot of upside, if you get a superstar player, then teams are willing to do almost anything uh, to make that happen. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight here on, on BetQL Daily, how uh, it actually runs now, how, how some teams do it now. The league views tampering very differently when it comes to owners or executives or coaches on one side and then players on the other side. They're more willing and more aggressive looking into owners uh, and executives and coaches in particular. They're not as aggressive or basically let players do whatever they want. So what happens now, by and large, is teams will run a lot of the communication through a star player. Uh, For example, and I'm not reporting, but hypothetically, uh, if – uh, Jimmy Butler has a very close relationship with Kyle Lowry. Um, you know, he's under contract. Jimmy's under contract with Miami. Miami's front office could go to Jimmy Butler and say, Jimmy, uh, how do we get Kyle to Miami? And, you know, and, and then off we go. You know, you, you talk about a sign and trade, uh, potentially even contract terms. That's not supposed to happen, but, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. So uh, that, that's what the league has to think about. One of the things, when this really got contentious, guys, a few years ago uh, around the Kawhi Leonard to Clippers uh, talks, that, that was only one example. There were others. Um, but you remember in the 2019 free agent period, a bunch of deals, huge deals were announced even before free agency started. The process had kind of become a joke. What happened at the league meetings with the owners and executives in the room was the league said, look, do you want us to seize your cell phones and, and, and your email servers and go through everything? You, you know, do, do a complete audit like the IRS or FBI or somebody would do. And a lot of the owners and executives, I think, got nervous. So that's what the league is trying to figure out. How aggressive should they be? Um, should they allow it? Should they just allow it for players and then crack down on people with the team, owners, executives, and coaches? Uh, those are some of the conversations that will continue to take place at the league office. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Right, with Ryan McDonough, Odyssey NBA Insider. So, Ryan, let's take a look at uh, at the futures right now after some of these moves have been made. And let's break down the top four in the Eastern Conference. You've got Brooklyn, of course, the heavy favorite. They're about even money to win the East. Second is Milwaukee. Philadelphia, third. Miami Heat, right there with Philadelphia, uh, but they are officially the fourth favorite, but it's it's super close. Philadelphia and Miami uh, go 3-4 in the East. Do you agree with that order, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Miami? Well, I think Brooklyn is the Eastern Conference favorite and should be the favorite, not only in the East and the entire NBA. As you guys know, they were my preseason pick uh, last year. It didn't work out, I think, by and large due to the injuries, but I love what they've done as far as uh, not only extending Kevin Durant, who we were just talking about, uh, you know, for the next uh, four years. So we'll have him 
uh, this year plus four more sh- should be through his prime. Um, they, they have extensions or potential extensions available this summer for their other two superstars, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. And I really like what they've done from a role player perspective, uh, signing Patty Mills. He was my top free agent as far as the contending teams, Brooklyn, Lakers, Golden State, were all uh, battling for Patty Mills. Brooklyn won that battle. Uh, so I, I think they're the favorite. Um, of those four, I, I think if I were to, uh, to to bet it, looking at the odds, I, I'd lean toward Philly. Uh, disappointing year last year. A lot of that obviously depends on the Ben Simmons situation. What do they do with Simmons? But uh, this is a very good team. Keep in mind, they were the best team in the East in the regular season. Uh, they, they flamed out and melted down in the playoffs. Uh, if they don't trade Simmons, can he improve his shooting? I think he, he has to, at least to, to some extent. Or if they trade Simmons, I, I think that's going to be for a veteran player in his prime. It's not going to be for a bunch of young players and, and draft picks. They're well beyond that, uh, having gone through the process and, and a long rebuild. So uh, I think Philly has good value where they are. Uh, of those teams, from a betting perspective, I like the 76ers. Ryan, you bring up Ben Simmons. It's the biggest question in Philadelphia is when and if he's going to be off the team and what they get back. And, and I agree with your, your sentiment. They're not going to just trade him for young players. They're trying to win right now. The elephant in the room, the, the big name, the big fish, is obviously Dame Lillard. We don't know if he's going to force his way out, if he's going to stay in, in, uh, in Portland. If, and it's obviously a big if, if the Sixers could somehow land Dame Lillard in some sort of a deal using Ben Simmons, would you make them the favorite? Would they go right beyond behind the Nets? Would they go behind the Nets and the Bucks? Imagining a Sixers team with Dame Lillard and Joel Embiid, how high would you have them in the Eastern Conference pecking order? Yeah, great question. For me, they'd be right there, nipping on Brooklyn's heels. I think those two teams would be ahead of even Milwaukee, the defending champions, um, with, with their high-end talent. I think a lot of the rest of that would depend on what else is in the deal beyond Ben Simmons. If we're Ben Simmons and draft picks and pick swaps and things like that, that would obviously benefit Philly in the short term as far as a uh, betting and odds perspective if they had to put in uh, Tyrese Maxey or, or um, you know, some of their other young players, Matisse Thybul, that, that would change the equation. So, um, you know, I, for me, it, it's, it's Brooklyn's uh, championship to lose if they're healthy or at least to come out of the Eastern Conference. Uh, I, I think that would vault Philly right behind them into second, even ahead of uh, Milwaukee. And then Miami, I think it's too early. I think we'll wait and see, you know, what happens with Lowry. Uh, I love their starting lineup, but they really underperformed last year, getting smacked in the first round by Milwaukee. Um, but yeah, Philly, if, if they're able to swing that deal. However, guys, from a betting perspective, I, I wouldn't be reliant on that, at least not right away. Dame Lillard has shown no indication as far as forcing his way out of Portland. And with the moves they've made, uh, starting with Terry Stotts going out and Chauncey Billups coming in as the head coach, uh, I, I don't think the Blazers can trade Will, Lillard or will trade Lillard unless Lillard demands a trade, which I am not anticipating, at least before the season gets started in October. Ryan, in the Western Conference, the Lakers are the overwhelming favorite at FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 195, just to come out of the West, plus 195 for the Lakers. Then for the second favorite, we have a tie. The Warriors and Clippers are both plus 500. The Jazz are fourth at plus 650. The Suns are fifth, so they're outside of the top four. What's your reaction? My reaction is I think they're good value. There is good value on the two teams that were the best two in the league last year in the regular season. Uh, you mentioned fourth and fifth in the odds, the Utah Jazz and Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, I, I, I think for the Clippers guys, I mean, for me, that, that's a pretty risky bet given Kawhi's not only his injury, but his history of injury rehab and how long uh, it's taken. I really like what the Clippers have done this offseason with very limited flexibility. Uh, getting Serge Ibaka to opt in was big for them. Resigning Reggie Jackson uh, was huge for them. 
uh, you know, getting Batum. Uh, they, they've done everything that they can do. They've added some young talent in the draft as well. Um, just with, with Kawhi's injury, when the surgery happened, that was in July. So uh, on a normal calendar, which we're now getting back to, that would be an off-season surgery. Um, usually those ACL rehabs are, um, you know, best-case scenario, nine months or so, which takes – takes us through most, if not all, of the regular season next year. So uh, I'd, I'd stay away from the Clippers. I, I mean, the, the thought on the Clippers, I guess if you bet them, is that they will be able to hang in there, that Paul George and the others will be able to hold the fort, and then Kawhi comes back and doesn't miss a beat late in the regular season or into the playoffs. Uh, for me, that's a gamble. And go back and look at last year. Utah and Phoenix had the best two records in the league. Uh, the Jazz had some injuries. Um, in the playoffs in particular, uh, in the backcourt that, that really, you know, hurt them uh, when, they, when they were playing the Clippers in the second round. But I think there's good value in those teams. Utah and Phoenix, again, if, if you know, anytime you get odds with the fourth or fifth back, best uh, in, in, the, in the Western Conference with teams that were the top two in the conference a year ago and look relatively similar this year as far as the cores they bring back, uh, I think either one of those would be good bets. Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough at Big D NBA. Thank you, Ryan. Look forward to our next conversation. Anytime, guys. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Joe G, what's your reaction when looking at these odds? Just we're, we're not holding you to this. Just first thought. You've got Nets, Lakers, Bucks, Warriors are the fourth favorite. Jazz, the fifth. One of those five, where would you go? The Nets. We said it after the season. Yeah, yeah, I know the I favorite. Agree. It's not great. Warriors not are great. Warriors are sexy. They're interesting. Yeah, but I got to see everyone come back healthy. I got to see Clay play again yep. first. Uh, certainly. That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. You've got BetQL Daily coming up next. Lightning bets and Reed Wallach will share the model play of the day. Let's keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sports.